Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 65 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. As always, I'm your host. Got a big show for everybody today. I'm excited for everyone to hear this conversation I had with Trey Smalls. He's one of the players that attended the Rugby Town Crossover Academy's November camp a few weeks ago. A really good conversation with Trey that I'm excited for everybody to hear. But before we get into the interview portion of the show, start the show off the same way we do every week, and that's by jumping into the breakdown. So if this is the first time you listen to this show, Breakdown's a weekly roundup of news. We usually start here in Colorado, and we work our way out uh, nationally, internationally. So on that note, we'll go ahead and start the show off with some former Raptors signings. Uh, The Los Angeles Giltinis announced on Tuesday morning that they had signed former Raptor Mika Kruse. And then on Thursday morning, they announced that they had signed former Raptor John Ryberg. So Mika Kruse, very versatile player, played in the centers and on the wing. Uh, one of the best young players in the United States and one of the best Raptors to wear the jersey the last few years. And then for John Ryberg, he's one of the best ball carriers in Major League Rugby. Uh, he led the MLR in tries in 2019 with 13. Probably would have won MVP in 2019 if the Raptors had managed to win a couple more games that season. Uh, but both those guys are awesome players. will do great things in L.A., and I know I'm certainly looking forward to watching them play. So congrats to them. Wish them the best uh, in their new endeavors and their, their new journey in L.A. So with that, we'll go ahead and transition into some big news from the Utah Warriors that dropped on Tuesday evening as well. So I'm going to go ahead and, and read you this statement. Warriors co-founder announces plans to build school and rugby academy. Utah Warriors co-founder and partner Lucas Kiar uh, founder of the AutoSource dealerships announced today that the purchase of land and a facility to build a privately funded rugby academy focusing on innovative, tactical, and engaging learning strat- strategies for young men. The school, called Liberty Boys Academy in Liberty Lake, Washington, will launch grades 4th through 6th in the fall of 2021 and will scale up to grades 4th through 12th in the near future core vision of the school is an academy style use of sport particularly rugby to drive home many of the school's core goals quote rugby is an amazing tool to teach young men teamwork leadership and hard work jar said the ethos of rugby is a natural fit to the ethos we want to establish at our academy we are really excited to support a full spectrum talent pool from our programs and opportunities for players in washington oregon montana and idaho areas end quote to assist with the important foundational work of Liberty Boys Academy's vision, Jar has tapped Chris Nesmith to lead the development of local rugby development initiatives with the Cascade Rugby Union to foster and promote rugby's growth in the region. Nesmith will also be fundamentally involved in the curriculum of Liberty Boys Academy, given his professional work as the school district administrator and education consultant in the region. Quote, This is a great partnership in achieving our equity mission in the Cascade Rugby Union, Nesmith said. There are many kids not involved in youth athletics for a variety of reasons. This partnership will guarantee all kids have access to the best coaching. End quote. In addition to expanding the grassroots reach of rugby into the Northwest, once the academy is open to its full capacity, it will also have the facilities and programs to recruit, develop, and train world-class rugby players who desire to be on a path to play professional rugby for the Utah Warriors. With, this, with these initiatives, it's the goal of Liberty Boys Academy and the Utah Warriors to create the first fully operational academic and rugby-specific Major League Rugby professional pathway option for players in the USA and from around the world. Quote, The work that Luke and Chris are doing with the Liberty Academy by using rugby as one of their tools for developing young men is aligned with the Warriors Community Initiatives, Brandon Sparks, Utah Warriors Director of Rugby, said, 
which is to use the game to help make better people. We are excited to support the school and its athletes' growth. End quote. With the ambition of building Liberty Boys Academy, Kiara's vision is to not only impact his partnership in the Warriors, but to help provide meaningful, deep learning opportunities to young men, something he feels is desperately needed. Quote, I couldn't be more excited to launch our unique and innovative educational methods for young men, Kiara went on to say, and to also spread the amazing sport of rugby for more youth to experience in the Northwest, end quote. For more information on Liberty Boys Academy and the rugby development opportunities, reach out to info at libertyboysacademy.com or visit libertyboysacademy.com. For more information about Cascade Rugby Union, please visit www.cascaderugbyunion.org. Uh, and then for more information on the Utah Warriors and Utah Warriors Academy, please visit, visit utahwarriors.com uh, backslash Warriors Academy. So pretty cool news. Out of, out of Utah, it'll be interesting to, to see how this goes. And, uh, I mean, the it's the game's growing. You can't deny it. This is more proof that the game's growing. It, it feels like these last few years the, the game's grown by leaps and bounds. And this is just another, another you know, proof, more evidence of that happening. So that's always good. Uh, with that, we'll go ahead and jump into the next little piece of MLR news. So that's according to Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. The MLR schedule is supposed to come out next Tuesday. So by the time everybody hears this, we will be three, four days away. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. I know I'll, I'll have something out when that drops. Uh, and finally, we'll finish the breakdown how we do every week. That's by talking about all the rugby you can watch this weekend. Uh, so, so first in the USA, we got USA men's and women's sevens intra-squad scrimmages. Excuse me, that's a tongue twister. Starting on Friday, so scrimmages take place December fourth and fifth, and the eleventh and twelfth. Kickoff is at one p.m. and four p.m. Mountain Time daily on each of those days. Uh, you can catch both of those matches for free. On they'll be live streamed on USA Rugby's Facebook page, and then uh, so once the men's match kicks off at one p.m. The women's sevens matches will happen directly after them. So first one will be December 4th. That's tomorrow. But by the time you guys are all hearing this, that's today. Uh, and the women will kick off at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time. So make sure to throw that on while you're eating lunch or something. Have that rolling on your computer. Watch some rugby because it's been been far too long. It felt really nice to go out and watch the, the women's 15s team play that one scrimmage that they got to play. Uh, this will be much of the same. And I'll be seven, so I'll be super excited and a lot of a lot of action and, and I know I'm certainly looking forward to that, so make sure you have that rolling. Uh, so that's kind of the first bit of rugby you can watch this week. Uh, second bit, we've got the Maori All Blacks versus Moana Pacifica at Friday at eleven PM. So that'll be a, a fun match to watch. And then we've got Argentina versus Australia to wrap up the rugby championship uh, on Saturday at one AM mountain time. So it's a nice little back-to-back -back slate. We can have their late Friday, early Saturday morning, and you can catch both of those matches on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Guinness Pro 14 will be off for a few weeks. They'll return to action on December 26th. Uh, Premiership Rugby, we're in round three now. We've got Bristol Bears versus Northampton Saints uh, on Friday at 12.45, so you can watch a little bit of that before you switch over to USA Rugby. On Saturday, December 5th, we've got Leicester Tigers versus Exeter Chiefs at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. Um, on Saturday, also on Saturday, we have Wasps versus Newcastle Falcons at 8 a.m. We've got Worcester Warriors and Bath Rugby at 8 a.m. on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we've got London Irish versus Sale Sharks at 7.30 a.m. And then we've got Gloucester versus Harlequins at 9.15 a.m. So you can watch both those matches before their NFL Sunday gets rolling. 
Uh, and then the Autumn Nations Cup wraps up this weekend as well. So we've got Georgia versus Fiji. Uh, it's seventh. That's a seventh place match. That's at 5 a.m. on Saturday. We've got Ireland versus Scotland. That's a third place match. That's at 7:15 on Saturday. We've got Wales versus Italy. That's the fifth place match at 9:45 a.m. on Saturday. And then on Sunday at 7 a.m. we've got England versus France. That's for the final. That's for the championship. You can catch those matches on Flow Rugby. Uh, I forgot to mention before, if you're looking for the Premiership ratch, matches, you can catch those on Peacock. So, And that kind of does it for the breakdown. That's all the rugby you can watch this weekend. Uh, make sure to check all that out. Pick a few that you want to watch. And with that, we'll go ahead and kick it to the interview portion of the show with Trey Smalls, who's an edge rusher at North Carolina A&T State from 2016 to 2019. Uh, like I mentioned, Trey was one of the players that attended the Rugby Town Crossover Academy's November camp a couple weeks ago. Um, he's got an interesting story. Was a very solid player, uh, contributor for four years on, on a on a really really good team, on a team that won three national championships and three conference championships. So, uh, unfortunately, he graduated. You know, 2019 or 2019 was the last season. Excuse me, graduated in 2020. COVID messed up his pro day, and that obviously limits opportunities that can come your way during this whole time. So uh, his contact information landed in Peter Pask's hands, and that's led him to rugby. Uh, can, he's a guy. He's another guy that accepted the offer. He's agreed to come back in the spring. So I know I'm certainly looking forward to seeing the work he can do on the pitch and, and just, you know, him learning and uh, looking forward to working more with him. So uh, with that introduction, we'll go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Trey Smalls. All right, now welcome on to the show, Trey Smalls, former outside linebacker at North Carolina A&T State and one of the newest members of the Rugby Town Crossover Academy. Trey, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good. Great to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to come chat with me for a little bit. Uh, so, Trey, the first question we ask everyone that comes on the show is the easiest one. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about where you're from? Um, so, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, born and raised, you know, uh, humble beginnings for sure. Very nice. I've never been to South Carolina. What am I missing? Um, missing some heat yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. Nah, it's it's pretty cool. You know, everybody everybody here seems to have like you know that little chip on their shoulder, the little edge to them, you know, to get things done. So right. I'm great. I'm proud to represent where I'm from. So that's nice. I like that. Uh, so, Trey, just kind of moving to the next one is just – I know we mentioned already you played outside linebacker, but uh, was football the only sport you played growing up, or, or did you play a few different ones? Um, So, uh, I played – when I was little, little, I played baseball, mm-hmm. basketball, uh, soccer, and football. Soccer and baseball didn't really work out too well because <laughs> baseball I was in the outfield, you know, looking yeah. up in the sky, picking grass. Yeah. And then soccer, <laughs> soccer, I just wasn't into it. Right. But, uh, yeah, I grew into playing mostly basketball. I did track and uh, um, football in high school. Very nice. What position uh, in basketball did you play? I played uh, power forward in basketball. Very nice. Yeah, no, I know. I noticed that a lot of the people I've talked to that attended the crossover camp have a basketball background. Um, and I, we could talk about that a little bit more in the conversation. I think that serves rugby players well. So I, I've been making sure to ask people what, what position they played. So Trey, can you tell me about your your time at North Carolina A and T State? Like, how'd you how'd you decide to go there? Um, did you just kind of like talk us through your college career a little bit? 
Okay, so the beginning of the recruiting process in high school, you know, uh, first it was South Carolina State, and then North Carolina A&T came. Like, that was my second offer. Mm-hmm. And through and through the whole entire, you know, recruit process, they stayed true to me. And, um, you know, I finally went on an official visit and I fell in love. So right. I went, I ended up going there, you know, um, played, you know, that linebacker spot that they had me at. I played as a freshman, so I didn't register. Very nice. So, um, so I, you know, was in a blitz package my uh, freshman and sophomore year. And then uh, I had to get uh, shoulder surgery the spring of my sophomore year. Nothing really, like, too major. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, like, a six-month rehab point. So I attacked the rehab, um, came back, you know, 100%, you know, better than I was coming in, you know. And then uh, they decided to move me to down the uh, defensive end. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know, learning a new learning a new position that I haven't really like played much because I played maybe like four or five snaps in it at um the high school level. You know, so wow. I so I mean, DN wasn't really like was super fresh, like super new yeah. to you then. Yeah, so I uh, came in came into camp. Um, I caught on you know really well, really quickly. I worked my way up from you know being like number four to being a second string behind a dude that's in the NFL right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. I read Darryl that. Johnson. Yeah. He plays in the, um, plays for the bills right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I worked my way up, you know, did, uh, you know, did my time at the end in my junior year and I got finally a chance to, you know, start my senior year, you know, made the best of it, you know, moving at, moving at, you know, 265 mm-hmm. was, was a lot. <laughs> Yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot different from moving from moving at two forty at linebacker, you know. So, um, but mainly had to get up to that weight to, you know, not be able to get pushed around as much. Yeah. Um. So, um, I got better and better as the weeks went on in my senior year. You know, ended up uh, my senior day ended up getting defensive player of the week in the conference. Nice. I had, yeah, had uh three and a half sacks and like six or seven tackles for loss. So, um. And I ended up, ended up coming out of an with three national championships and three conference championships. So I got six rings. So that's not uh, a bad little run there. <laughs> nah, not a bad little run at all. You know. Yeah. And I uh, also I um you know I thank A&T for giving me the chance to give me the opportunity, not only to be the player I was there, but also to be the man I've become today. Right. You know. So very grateful to them. I like that. I like that, Trey. So I know I was reading a little bit about uh, you on the on the NFL draft diamond. So I was just kind of wondering if you could like take us through what what happens after college. And and I know you made a push for the NFL, but and it might even play into the next question, which is how you got recruited to the Rugby Town Crossover Academy. So if you could just kind of like take us through post college life and, and what you've been doing training, and and then kind of how you got recruited to the Rugby Town Crossover Academy. Okay, so um, I. I had um after this after the celebration bowl, which is our national championship, mm-hmm. um, I came back home to do my internship and to like, you know, work out, uh, train for uh, my pro day. So um, you know, luckily I had a um I had a really tryout set up with the Columbus Lions. Mm-hmm. 
um, like two or three weeks before uh, my pro day just to see like, you know, where my numbers was just to see like if I could, you know, have like, you know, a backup to the backup plan, you know what I'm saying? So um, I went out there, you know, they caught me out like a, like a four, five, two or four, four, five, eight, something like that. You're moving. And then five, 10, five was like a, like a four, four, five, something Mm -hmm. or four, four, something. And then, you know, broad jump, you know, broad jump is broad jump. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, so, and then I went out there, I did the drills, you know, um, did everything I had to do. You know, we got, uh, our little group got done earlier than the, um, like the receivers and DBs. And, um, they pulled, they pulled us to the side, um, me and like two other guys. And they was just like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and offer you a contract like here today before you go home. You know what I'm saying? So I was excited about that. I didn't see that coming. You know, it was just, yeah, it was just a matter of like, you know, seeing where I was after all the training I had did. Mm -hmm. So, um, so took that home. And then literally like two days after that COVID hit, and I was like, dang, I don't know if we're gonna have I don't even know if we're gonna have Pro Day. Right. And 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 Pro Day ended up getting canceled. So ended up sitting at the house for two months on lockdown. And then I got back into um doing field work, got back in the swing of things. Um I had some things that was set up with the ANC combine that um originally was supposed to be in April, but it got moved to June. So I was just doing field work and training for that. Couldn't get really in the weight room for that, really. So I got out there and, um, you know, I posted some decent times. I did really good in the um, positional drills. You know, um, thought I wouldn't hear anything uh, from that camp because yeah. it took a minute. <laughs> um, so, uh, and also, also to mention, um, during this whole entire process, I had a contract to go overseas to play professional football overseas in France with oh, the wow. nice, with the nice uh with the Nice Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, ultimately, COVID, you know, right. drove me from from going overseas just because, um, you know, I, I had to you know make that uh that decision. It was like. Do I want to risk flying eight to ten hours to get there and then be told I gotta go home? Or you know, just getting stuck there or something that would have been nuts. Exactly. So, um, but anyways, back to um the ANC combine process. So, you know, they said they would go give their information out to a bunch of, you know, professional stuff like that. So um I'm sitting, I'm waiting, you know, uh, and I got an email from, you know, the Colorado Raptors. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I'm I'm a I'm gonna look at it and yeah, see yeah. what this is about. You know, I took a look at it. Now it looked very interesting to me, and I showed my mother. My mother's uh is like my manager because yeah. you know I have I have like she's my my manager slash agent because I have no I have no official agent, right. and you know she she's always she's always the one that um yeah. helped me with that kind of process. And she stuff knows like best that. too, right? She knows what's best. Oh yeah, you. oh yeah, for sure. And then so uh, we looked over it and she said it would be a great opportunity. I was like, I think so, too. So we, you know, went ahead and, you know, emailed uh, Pete and, um, you know, he hit us back. He was like, um, just give me, you know, give me a call the next day. Talk to him on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he sounded real genuine, real, you know, everything he said was real. So um, got got the plane ticket. And then two weeks later, you know, I'm in 
you know, Denver, Colorado. Yeah. So, nice. And, do, and then, like, when you get that email, and then when when you set up this meeting with Peter, like, what it, what did you know about rugby up until you know a few weeks ago? Uh, honestly, the All Blacks. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 all I really know. Yeah, from watching their um documentary series on Amazon. Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, I think it's. All or nothing with yeah, the all or uh, nothing. That's right. Yeah, all or nothing with New Zealand All Blacks. You know, watch, watching them play, I was like, wow. Like, from just from watching that, you know, like whenever it came out, like two years ago, watching, that, I was like, wow, that looks really like intense yeah. and you know, real fun. So, you know, having that come full circle two years later is mm-hmm. really like you know crazy. So, um, that's all I really knew about it. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. So then, so you get that email and you talk to Peter on the phone and you make the decision to come out. So like, what were, what were your thoughts heading into the camp? Were, were you nervous? Were you scared? Like what, what was kind of going through your mind as, as you got ready for this camp? Um, I don't really tend to get, uh, nervous as, you know, as much as I used to. Yeah. It was more so of me being excited, right? you know, just, just to be able, this, this, how it was through my whole entire process. Just to be able to get an opportunity to showcase my skills was enough for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So getting that getting that opportunity was just a great feeling. And now it's just like, you know, I'm, I was ready to go at one point. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm ready for this camp to start. Cause I got I got here I got here early. Okay. And you know, and you know, just so happy my hotel room was set up to where I could see like the stadium and the, right. the screen and stuff like that. I was like, oh yeah, this this looks this looks like a great experience to have. So nice. So then, so you get through the week of camp. So what was your overall impression of the camp? Like, what about it did you like? Uh, you know, just how how did you feel about the camp as a whole? Um, how I felt about the camp as a whole, it was done very very well. Uh, very upheld. Um. Everybody was held accountable. Everybody, you know, was out there having a great time, you know, just learning the sport, mm-hmm. you know, and having fun with it, you know. And then uh, the coaches are professional, top-tier coaches. You know, their whole staff is top-tier and professional. They'll help you out whenever you, like, ask questions, like, you know, uh, show you different types of techniques, how to do it and how yeah. to do it right. You know, so I, from what I took from the camp, I was just like, wow, like they they knew exactly what they was doing. And, you know, so I, I and I, in my head, I was like, if I get this, you know, this chance to come out here, you know, I'm going to be in good hands because they're going to, you know, teach me the game and teach me how to be better and better. Right. So and, and is that kind of what you expected or, or what did you have? Like, did you have any expectations when you came in because it is so new or was it just a, a total learning process? Like you just came out here to see, see what was kind of happening. Um, honestly, the expectations, you know, I knew in rugby, I knew everybody had a chance with the ball and everybody was tackling everybody, mm-hmm. you know? So I knew that much and I was just like, in my head, I was like, if I get a chance to like get the ball or to be able to showcase my skills with the ball, yeah, to be able, to be able to go at it full speed, you know. So um, that's what was going through my head, really, you know. Uh, and I just knew because I mean, I didn't, I didn't been around the block a couple times, so I, I knew, <laughs> I knew like 
what to expect when they said the word camp. So I so yeah. I had a mindset of you know, uh, you know, going to practice, being out, you know, outside the room for like you no know, six or seven hours, right. and be coming back, coming back at like eight o'clock, taking it, you know, going to sleep, getting up at six in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, it ended up not being like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It ended up being you know more so of we want to make sure you guys are healthy because this sport has no pads. Like right. there's no, you know what I'm saying? It's full speed, no pads, you know, hitting. So um, the difference between, you know, you know, this rugby camp and a regular football camp, regular football camp, you know, we are up at 6 a.m. eating breakfast. Then we're going to, you know, either go to the weights or watch film mm-hmm. and then go into practice and then, get lunch, watch film, you know, go to dinner, then come back and watch film. Right. You know, here here is more so get up, you know, have you a little snack, breakfast, come out, you know, come to practice. We're going to teach you the drills and actually make sure you're doing them right and build up full, like to full speed, you yeah. know, at the end of the day or at the end of the week, you know, and then eat lunch, watch some film, watch what we did wrong and whatnot. And the days we had two, they'd go back out and practice um, two hours later, you know, knowing that what we had to do this morning is like compensating, you know, still a learning factor, you know. So um, even the two days, you know, those were, you know, held responsibly, not, you know, as some you know football camps would be like back in the day before they outlawed two days right, like right. All right, let's go we're gonna go back full speed hitting everybody you know what i'm saying so and um, um it's it's funny that you say all that because i know just a few of the guys i talked to when, when everybody was out here were saying the same thing and so it is kind of it, it just seems like a nice change of pace for everybody everybody coming from these high level football backgrounds yeah. and and so it's funny that you say that yeah most definitely that's how that's exactly how it was <laughs> so um yeah, so I, that's what I that's what I took from it the yeah. whole entire thing. So very nice. So Trey, one of the last questions I had for you is just kind of what are the next steps for you? So I saw you've accepted the offer. You're going to come back out here in January. Is that correct? Just kind of yes, like sir. take us through through the next few months of your life. Um. So as of right now, I'm you know conditioning, weightlifting, training. Um doing all types of the rugby drills that they sent me, you know, working hand-eye coordination with the ball, trying to get better um, better and better at my passing, even though it was already up there. But I'm still, I still want to be the best I can be, you right. know what I'm saying? That, that's the mindset I always have. I want to be better than, you know, than I was the day before. I always, always try to be better than I did before. So whether that be in the weight room, you know, on the field, et cetera, et cetera, in the film room too. I always want to be better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's my mindset, you know, this whole month of December before I come up to uh, Denver. And then when I get to Denver, you know, uh, once I move in, it's it's on and rolling, you know right. what I'm saying? Uh, you know, we're up there, you know, to get better at rugby, you know, going to get better at practice in the film room and in the weight room, you yeah. know, uh, try to, be always be better than the day before and then you know when it comes down to game time hopefully you know everything that in the off season that we put in will show out on the field right so. i know i know i'm looking forward to it it's been it's been i know i had a good time watching everybody learn and uh so i, I guess it's safe to say trey you, you got the bug for rugby right 
Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I had I had it after the second day. After the second I, day. Yeah. <laughs> what what kind of was the tipping point? Like, do you, do you remember when it hit you? Was it so, was it a certain drill or or what about like what about the second day? When when did it hit you? Um, I want to say it really stemmed off the first day, but the second day this was the icing on cake. Right. Just <laughs> just like I said, being able to move the way, like it's like a like. It was like a freedom, right? Like not so much, not so much as a, like a restriction of you know you got basically you got the ball, you you're the quarterback right now. Yeah. You you got you got you can dictate what happens. You can dictate who you pass to, how you pass it, and you know how to gain uh yardage or meters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So being able to go out there and like I said with the earlier with the um the Columbus camp in Columbus, Georgia, being able to go out there and showcase my skills and see where I was at after training so hard was just like, wow, you know, you know, so, um, being able to see my, you know, see my skills at the end of the camp, you know, on that big screen on the film, I was like, wow, I didn't know I was doing that good. You know? So that's awesome. So So, Trey, when was the last time you got to carry the ball in football? Did you ever get the chance to carry the ball like in high school or or little league or something Uh, like that? Uh, last time I got a chance to carry the football was high school. I played H back as well in high okay. school. Um, so it's you know, been a I few had, years. I'm sure it's nice yeah. to get back to carrying the ball. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because you know, in football, <laughs> yeah, on defense, you either got to pick it off or yeah, uh, scoop it up, or something, yeah, something like that. So, uh, yeah, it's been a minute. That's that's good. All right, Trey. That's all the questions I had for you, man. I appreciate the time. Hey, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yep, look forward to see you back out here in a few weeks. Yes, sir. All right, I hope everybody enjoyed that conversation with Trey Smalls. I know I certainly did. I say it every week, but I mean it. Uh, thank you to Trey for taking the time out of his day. I know the guests make the show, and I appreciate everybody's time. So thank you again, Trey. Uh, with that, we'll go ahead and jump into the next part of the show. That's the required reading. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess, no required reading again this week. I just haven't really found anything that's that's really, you know, blown me away. It made me want to share with everybody. So another week off. It's a holiday season. I know uh, everybody wants to – is kind of taking it easy right now, and they don't want to be doing any reading. So maybe next week. And with that, we'll go ahead and kick it to the last part of the show, same way we wrap up the show every week, and that's with The Loop. Um, so I'm bringing everybody the latest news regarding the Rugby Town Crossover Academy as it relates to next steps. I know you just heard Trey talking about his next steps. So I know several players have agreed to come back for, for some sort of spring season, but I don't know what the details are, and I don't even know if the details have been finalized yet. Uh, you know, player, I know players are still coming in for quick one-day trips to work out and check out the facility, but it um, sounds like there will be rugby happening in Glendale next year, which is awesome. Um, and obviously, depending on COVID and all that nonsense, uh, we'll have to we'll have to play it by ear. But I'm going to be keep interviewing these guys, keep talking to people, and of course, I'll bring you all the information as I learn it. Uh, be sure to follow along with us on Twitter at DNVR Rugby and at under, me, at DNVR underscore Rugby and at Colton Strickler. Uh, make sure to check all of our content out at thednvr.com. Uh, and that's it. That's the show this week. I uh, hope everybody had a great week. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you all back here next week.